When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But right now we have Brendan Brown who's joining us. He is the voice uh, for the Knicks radio on uh, on MSG, talking all things NBA with us. Uh, so, Brendan, welcome in. How you doing? Anita, congratulations on yet another NFL draft for you, a big weekend, and kudos for you to host the show this morning. Yeah, uh, man, I just I, I got back from Vegas. I flew back in on the red eye. Got back in on on Saturday. It's 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 also it's my birthday weekend. So a lot going on here. I appreciate you joining <laughs> me and and helping help help me carry this show today, uh, Brendan. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I've I've really I've loved uh, this NBA postseason. A uh, part of me is actually sad that the Memphis Timberwolves series is over because I was enjoying that thoroughly. I was hoping that that would go to a game seven. But let, let's focus on, on the Bucks and the Celtics right now. I love the Celtics team. I have since the All-Star break. I felt they came in as the best team in the NBA. They're doing it on both sides of the court. Uh, the fact that Robert Williams is back active and attractive again, this is going to be a great series. Tip-off is at 1 o'clock. Break this bad boy down for us. Well, you look at it in the regular season, and you can't really tell much. And that's the, the case of a lot of these second-round series, what the teams did. You know, in the regular season, doesn't really matter at this point because of who's there and who's not. So Chris Middleton being out for Milwaukee, okay, that's a big factor. That's a lot of points out of your lineup. But what Milwaukee did against Chicago, where they really dominated the series except for game two, they went big. And by going big with Portis and Antetokounmpo and Lopez on their front line, the advantage that Boston might have had at times against Brooklyn, where they're just the bigger team, they're the more physical defensive team, uh, they're able to help better, they're in the passing lanes. Well, you're not going to get that necessarily against Milwaukee's starting lineup because even their backcourt with Matthews and Holiday has a lot of size. So you're looking at two teams in the starting lineup that are very, very similar now. As much as we get excited about what Boston did against Durant and against Irving, and that was phenomenal, good individual defense, good team defense, well-coached, good rotations, et cetera, uh, you're looking at a different sort of a situation here, uh, being that Boston won the four games by a total of 18 points. Uh, can Milwaukee get off threes? The one great thing that Boston did in the Brooklyn series, they limited three-point attempts from the complimentary guys. So Milwaukee's nature is to play a lot of drive and kick with Giannis going down the middle of the floor. And will Boston make all those rotations? But like you say, with Robert Williams back in the rotation, you got a, a really solid nine guys for Boston. Uh, Brown and Tatum will be a lot for Milwaukee to think of. And, you know, let's see what happens. I'm really excited for the series. I've got the Celtics winning that one. And then later on this afternoon, 3.30, the Golden State Warriors going up against the Grizzlies. Uh, Morant and, and the cast of characters and the crew there, they've been terrific, especially leading into the postseason. The Golden State Warriors, top seed turvy season, right? Started off good, then of course dealt with some injuries. Draymond Green didn't play for a hot second. And then they picked it up and, and they are peaking right now, heading into the postseason. Your thoughts on this matchup? 
Okay, regular season, Memphis 3-1. Okay, so they're familiar with how to play Golden State. Now, granted, Golden State has a little bit of a different lineup, a lineup with a lot more firepower. If you look at the Game 5 victory for Golden State against Denver, and they played the smaller lineup, you know, Green at center, Wiggins, and then the three guards, only one player shot well in that lineup in that game. And it's a game where Golden State had to come back in the fourth. They lost game four. Uh, They could have lost game three in Denver. It was very close. So the excitement that got generated out of games one and two, Golden State playing at home against Denver, once again, you're really excited about this. But if you take a big step back and you look at the film and everything else, it will be interesting to see how this series gets played. Now, Memphis, like you say, Against Minnesota, kind of crazy basketball. Some of it looked really good at times. Some of it was a lot of errors. It comes down to the value of a possession. And Memphis in the first round was number one in pace out of the 16 teams. Can Golden State, or do they wish to, run up and down with Memphis? Golden State was fifth in pace out of 16 teams. So you're looking at a situation where what – is how, what is Golden State's approach to this? And would they go back big and put Looney back in the starting lineup and potentially put, like, Poole back on the bench? Um, there are a lot of different ways to look at this, but Memphis has had success against them. A big, big factor in this situation is rebounding the basketball. So if Golden State goes to that smaller lineup in the front court, Uh, what Memphis could do against them because they're so good on second shots, getting extra possessions. Uh, Guys like Clark and Jaron Jackson, et cetera, does Adams come back in this series maybe. Um, The rebounding edge could be a very big thing. You know, Anita, you're a big football. Line play is so big. Well, offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, that can generate a series, and that's where Memphis potentially, outside of all the sexy offensive stuff, could have a big advantage. Uh, again, Brendan Brown joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Those are the two games tonight, or I should say later on this afternoon, but we also have a series against the 76ers in Miami, and very unfortunate what's going on with Embiid. First, it's a torn ligament in his thumb. Now he's out because of an eye. Siakam uh, socked him, uh, and so now he's out. And then, of course, you've got the Dallas and the Phoenix series. Let's start 76ers in Miami. Who do you like there? Well, it's a tough situation for Philadelphia. You look at what they've got, and what they've got is a very good starting lineup and then very limited, you know, contributions from the bench. If you take out Embiid, then it gets really hard. And what Miami did against Atlanta in the first round is they showed very hard in pick and rolls or trapped Trey Young randomly all over the place. Now, that would be a little bit different. Okay, let's say Embiid is out. You know, does Eric Spolstra go after Harden and blitz him? Does he go after Maxi and blitz him um, to cut off the head of the snake? And, and now you have different, you know, possibilities for Philadelphia. How are they going to get good shots? How are they going to score? Um, then again, can Embiid potentially maybe play with a match? I don't know if that's possible. They say he's out indefinitely. Um, that's a big factor to it. Uh, Miami has a great cultural defensive mindset. We have three, Anita, really good defensive teams left. You have Boston, Mm -hmm. you have Miami, and you have uh, Dallas in the Western Conference. 
And, you know, they will go ahead and trap over and over and over again if they feel they have to do that, make all the necessary rotations, be physical on the traps, be physical on the closeouts. And without Embiid, I just see it's going to be really difficult for Philadelphia. Even with Embiid, I see where it's going to be really difficult for Philadelphia because most of their scoring, most of their offense comes out of that starting group. Um, If you're Doc Rivers, how do you do this? No Embiid. Uh, Paul Reed was the backup center at the end of that first-round series. Uh, Do you maybe play a lot of zone against Miami and just totally distort the game? Um, It's going to probably take some creativity out of Doc to try to figure out how to hang in these games. And last but not least, Dallas, you you talk about their defense, uh, which definitely their perimeter defense has been outstanding. So could be an interesting, good matchup uh, with Phoenix, especially with Booker back. Uh, and, uh, and and Chris Paul, wh- what do you anticipate here? Well, with Phoenix, uh, now that you do have Booker back, now you have an excellent nine-man, ten-man rotation that you had, you know, the gist of the regular season where Phoenix was hands down all throughout the you know regular season the best team. It wasn't even close. And then that's on both sides of the ball where they're very good. And then the other part to it is you get in clutch games. Uh, go look up their clutch stats. They're like 32-2 and two in those games this year. Something ridiculous. Paul's stats individually are incredible. And then look what he just did in the closeout game. So, you know, one thing or two things did not go well for Phoenix in that New Orleans series. They didn't defend very well. And they also did not rebound the ball very well. And Valentinus had a great effect where he got over five offensive rebounds a game, playing like 25, 28 minutes a game. So that was a little bit different and something that, you know, Willie Green, I'm sorry, Monty Williams and his staff would have to look at, you know, what's going on with the rebounding situation there. But, you know, Dallas is interesting. And Dallas is one of these everyone's buying in type of teams. And they play defensive possessions where they go man-to-man into zone and then back into man-to-man before the shot clock runs out. Um, They are not afraid to play zone. They are not afraid to do a lot of different things. Now, you have major challenges, but the matchups in this series, Anita, are really, really interesting. Um, You'll probably – you could see Crowder or Bridges on Doncic to start. I know that Doncic is probably going to guard Crowder the other way around. And then – if you're Dallas, do you have Bullock and Finney Smith match up with Paul and with Booker? Or how do you flip that around? How does Phoenix guard A, Doncic, and then Brunson in the starting lineup? So the three games in this regular season series kind of don't matter. Doncic didn't play in two of them. The other one was in the middle of the season. The one constant is that all the games are relatively close, like six, seven, eight points. But Chris Paul was great in the fourth quarter. So uh, uh, rather than allowing what New Orleans did and allow Paul to go zigzag, dribble one-on-one and make mid-range jumpers, are you going to see a team just totally go after Chris Paul, trap him, run him ragged in the fourth quarter in the half court? Because Phoenix's three-point shooting is not a major number, and can you force you know, someone else, yes, Booker would be a great candidate there, but people other than him to beat you late in the game. 
it's it's going to be fun. Like I said, I I'm I'm really I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, this NBA postseason, and and I do hope that uh, Embiid. I mean, maybe you're right, Brendan. Maybe you know that he's able. He's he's worn a mask before. It's not something that he he hasn't he hasn't you know he he's played with a mask before. Just not sure how serious. Of course, this eye socket injury is. We so appreciate your time on this Sunday morning. Thank you so much. Anita, it was great to talk to you. And yeah, the first round was really exciting. I mean. When you think of all the different series that were good, it's kind of like the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. It was exciting to turn on games on different nights, and hopefully we get the same kind of stuff here in the second round.